Week number two in the 104.5 The Zone High School Football Podcast. Will Bowling, Lucas Panzica with you. One week down, Lucas, and a blowout. One that we did not expect to be a blowout. And another Division II matchup this Friday night between Brentwood Academy and CPA. Expecting a much closer game uh, this Friday, but at the same time, I expected that last week too. So hopefully we get a better contest here uh, on Friday night between these two teams that have never played before. Uh, and are going to, I think, play a pretty good game. Yeah, hopefully, right? We had public-private in week one, and uh, it was a common theme. You had NBA handling Ravenwood at home, and then CPA going to Independence and running away from the Eagles in the second half. So a great day for private schools in Middle Tennessee over public schools. Now we're going private-private in week two. I'm not sure we could have picked a better matchup. Certainly surprised by that week one result. What a performance by Montgomery Bell Academy, but uh, looking forward to week two. Let's get it going. Yeah, and we are going to talk with head coach Cody White and with head coach Ingle Martin coming up here in a couple of minutes as we get you ready for week number two here on 104.5 The Zone. But first, Lucas, of course, the big story in Middle Tennessee this past week has been the flooding here in Middle Tennessee, specifically in Waverly. And Waverly High School, their football program has had to cancel Friday night's game with Columbia Academy. Uh, people can help in a really easy way. Uh, if they want to get involved and help Waverly High School get back on their feet. Yeah, well, it's been really cool to see the Tennessee high school football community come together here in support of all the people in Humphreys County and Dixon County, McEwen, Waverly, all those surrounding areas that really got hit hard last weekend. I know a lot of people still missing. Uh, several people lost their loved ones. Uh, it's really horrible. And, and Waverly High School, their football field is underwater, their locker room, their weight room. A lot of it got washed away in the flood. So, uh, one way people can help, I know the Waverly Tigers have set up a Venmo account per request of many people looking for ways to donate. Uh, so that is at Tiger Football on Venmo, at Tiger Football. And if you don't use Venmo, one way the zone partners with the Community Foundation to help people in times of need like this is at cfmt.org, the Community Foundation all the ways to help, not just Waverly High School football, but everybody that was affected and lost lives and loved ones and are still looking for loved ones after the flood. So a phone number to call is 615-321-14939, or just go to cfmt.org to see how the Community Foundation can help you out in finding ways to help. And again, that Venmo, if you do want to donate some money to Waverly football is at tiger football. So thoughts and prayers to everybody affected across those counties. Uh, but you really love to see how people kind of come together in times like these and the high school football community in middle Tennessee is no different without a doubt. Uh, always cool to see how Tennessee lives up to that volunteer spirit. Uh, and that's certainly been the case within the high school football community uh, over the past couple of weeks. Okay, so we are going to get into our first conversation here on the podcast. Brentwood Academy head coach Cody White doesn't have that four or five star player at a skill position this year, but really likes this football team and likes the way they played uh, in week one's win over Florence High School out of Alabama. Here's our conversation with the head coach of the Brentwood Academy Eagles. Talking with Brentwood Academy head coach Cody White here on 104.5 The Zone as we get you ready for week two of the 104.5 The Zone high school football game of the week between Brentwood Academy and CPA. Coach, always great to talk to you. Uh, always love, with, and I get to see uh, the alma mater uh, uh, calling the 104.5 The Zone uh, game of the week. Great to see you. Well, thanks. Thanks for having us. We're excited about being a part of it. 
Absolutely. Uh, and looking forward to a great game. I, I was surprised that even as someone who went to Brentwood Academy, that Brentwood Academy and CPA have never played each other uh, uh, in football. What made this year uh, the right year to uh, to start this series with CPA? I don't know. We've certainly wanted to play for a long time. So uh, I think, um, you know, just cards kind of fell right. And, and uh, we both had the open date and Ingle's willing to do it. So we're excited about the opportunity. They're exceptionally good and have had a great program for a long, long time. Coming off the week one win against Florence, uh, what's the biggest thing that you take away uh, from that game? Maybe one positive and, and one thing you think your team needs to work on this week uh, coming into week number two? Well, I mean, the positive was that you get on the road and, and played a, a really talented squad and, you know, that, that was able to go one side of the ball for the most part and where our guys are really playing both sides. We were able to hold up physically and conditioning wise, that type of thing. So, um, you know, that was nice to see somebody that was physical and, and it just allows us to kind of see where our problems lie. The negative were, you know, offensively, we, we had, uh, you know, perimeter penalties, some holding calls and things like that that we need to get cleaned up. Um, you know, some substitution issues uh, with guys that had cr- were cramped, you know, are just understanding how to be in the flow of the game. We've got a lot of young guys that have not played a lot. So, uh, you know, that, that experience will be beneficial as we go forward. And then the other negative, we just we missed a lot of tackles. So from a defensive perspective, you know, particularly when we're playing somebody like CPA, we cannot afford to do that. Your quarterback, Landon Wells, I know this is his first year moving from uh, the receiver position to the quarterback position. Uh, what did you make of his performance Friday night? Uh, what does he have kind of to build on going into week two? Well, he did, he did a nice job, you know, doing what we, we asked him to do, disperse the ball well, um, did some nice things with his feet, which is a, a strength of his. Um, you know, for us, it's really finding out what, what does he do best because every one of those guys – and. You know, I, don't, I don't know how many starting different starting quarterbacks we've had here since I've been here, but it's been a few, and all of them are are different. And um, you know, I think the the thing that's been helpful is all of them are sharp guys that understand the game. Landon's no exception to that. So um, we'll try to build on and help him, you know, be in a good position. I thought, uh, you know, if we can, if there's something we could do a little bit better, we got to find a way to get him a little bit more comfortable in the pocket um, and seeing things from there. And uh, other than that, you know, he did a he did a really nice job for us. I know an offensive line at Brentwood Academy is always the strength uh, of your teams uh, at BA and uh, this group returning two starters uh, from last season. Uh, what did you see from them in week number one? How have they progressed with a lot of new faces uh, coming into this season? Well, I was encouraged. I mean, they're, they're a lot different than what we've had the last couple of years because we're not nearly as big. Um, but the strength of that group is that they move laterally really well. So, you know, we, we, we want to help them you know, feel comfortable and, you know, do the things that they're going to do well, whether it's gap scheme stuff or, or outside zone, you know, probably it's going to be something they're going to be good at. Uh, we need to get better at the screen game with them because it should be something they do well. And, um, but, you know, I thought I, I was pretty pleased with them. I, you know, that, that was certainly a huge question mark going in. And, you know, I think it's going to turn out to be a pretty good unit. Talking with Brentwood, Hat- Brentwood Academy head coach Cody White here on 104.5 The Zone. Uh, two names I remember from last year, Coach, Reggie Reed and Jalen Jones uh, on the defensive side of the football at the linebacker position. Uh, how have they matured and grown uh, over their time at Brentwood Academy? Because I know those are a-, a couple of guys who have played a lot of football uh, in their time at BA. Yeah, so both those guys are going in their third year of, of uh, being starters, and Jalen has a good feel for the game, and 
uh, you know, makes plays at, at key moments. So um, just a very instinctual guy. Reggie's just worked physically to get himself better a little bit quicker than what he has been. He's long, you know, which is extremely helpful. Um, but, you know, adding to the ability to play on a line of scrimmage is something that I think he's improved upon. So, uh, you know, those two guys, uh, you know, we learned, we honestly return a lot of guys in the back part of it that have played, you know, whether they were starters, but have played a lot. And uh, so that, that's got to be the strength and we've got to figure out a way to, to find how the front fits in there. And, you know, that, that's, that's the big question mark going in really. Coach on this team, uh, who are some of the new faces that are maybe um, contributing for the first time this season that have impressed you over the course of the summer and, and maybe week one as well? Well, he's not new, but uh, Deuce Scott's made himself, you know, gotten a lot better, bigger, um, you know, faster. So he's done a lot of work. Um, you know, Hank, Hank Weber is going to be a stable here for the next couple of years playing tackle and the defensive line is sophomore. Um, I think Colby Jones is a guy that's going to come on. Uh, Isaiah Kane uh, has done some really good stuff, uh, forced two fumbles and uh, in the game as a corner and, uh, he's just one of those guys that you root for because he's just worked and worked and, and uh, kind of arose on the scene. Uh, Jake Weber is another guy, Hank's brother, that's a junior and started for the first time in offensive line. And he's just a, you know, just a lunch pail kind of guy. So, um, yeah, a lot of those guys uh, have played a little bit, but none of them have been really full-time guys. So, uh, you know, I think there's, as a group, I, I'm really pleased with where we're at. Um, certainly have to improve or, or it won't be, in like we want it, but uh, you know it's good. It was a nice start. Another guy who's who's played a lot of football at different positions is Casey Kalmus uh, on the offensive side. How has he maybe matured from uh, kind of being a running back to being a pass catcher a little bit to playing a little bit of a different role for you guys this year? Yeah, I mean he's probably more naturally a receiver, and uh, of course he's such an important part of our defense um, that you know we wanted to. To put him at receiver, and he and Isaiah Kane kind of play the same spot on offense, so we can rest those guys, uh, you know, there. And uh, he'll be a special team staple as well. But um, you know, I think I, I think it fits the skill set a little bit better from an offensive perspective. Uh, so, last thing for you, Coach. Just looking around the division last week, uh, it's incredible what private school football was able to do. Specifically, D- Division Two AAA. We had NBA and Ravenwood, uh, which turned out to be a, a not near as close of a game as we expected. Um, it seems like Division II AAA is one of the more wide-open leagues uh, in the state this year and one of the more fun races to kind of watch. Uh, when you look across this division, I know it's only week two, uh, how impressed are you by the depth and the talent uh, in this league this year in 2021? Well, that's not a surprise. I think the last probably three years, the parity has gotten um, to be much more than it was when I first got here. I think when I first got here, probably two or three teams, uh, maybe four, could win it each year you know, legitimately had a chance. Now I think, I think the last three years, it's probably been four or five and last year, maybe six or seven, they were good enough to win it. So, um, you know, that's, that's a testament to the coaches and, you know, what the, what the league's done and maybe the growth of middle Tennessee as well. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it, there, there's zero question. It's the hardest league in the state. Um, you know, as far as just top to bottom, I mean, there's just no, there's no rest, um, really in any of the games. So um, makes it fun, but it makes it a challenge for sure. Head coach Cody White at Brentwood Academy joining us here on 104.5 The Zone. His Eagles will take on the CPA Lions Friday night here uh, on the high school game of the week. Coach, always appreciate the time and best of luck Friday night. Thanks, Will. I appreciate it. So I think the thing I find most interesting there, Lucas, is Coach White saying uh, this offensive line is not as big 
is what Brentwood Academy has had in the past, but they're quicker. Uh, and we saw that on display last week when NBA beat Ravenwood. They weren't quite as big at the line of scrimmage, but they were just better. It's hard to pinpoint just one way they were better because there were holes open for Rhett Hales throughout the afternoon. That's what Brentwood Academy is trying to do this year. Smaller, a little bit more undersized guys, but Coach White says they're trying to use those guys uh, to their strengths. Uh, so maybe more outside zone, outside running schemes, uh, screen plays to get them downfield. I'm really interested to see uh, how this Brentwood Academy system looks a little different uh, with this group up front. Yeah, I mean, we went into week one fully anticipating Ravenwood to have the advantage in that matchup in the trenches with size, physicality, being a big 6A public school. But it was quite the opposite effect. And the interesting thing about NBA and how dominant they were up front, you know, this is not a spread it out, throw it all over the field offense where your offensive linemen are sprinting downfield. I mean, this was a 12 personnel, slow tempo run the ball offense, physical, hard-nosed football with these kind of undersized guys, a lot of them wrestlers, and we all know about NBA's wrestling program. Uh, but they dominated up front against Ravenwood last week. I, I was really shocked by it, just how dominant that performance was. And it's kind of similar across the board when you look at the Brentwood Academy Eagles uh, and maybe a little more spread out, not as slow tempo, slow tempo, tempo excuse me, as NBA has them. But, you know, in that... Six foot, six one, six two, kind of 230, 40 pound range. So just agile, athletic offensive linemen, and then offensively and defensively across the board, just hard to pinpoint any weaknesses with this Brentwood Academy group in general. So I always love talking with CPA head coach Ingle Martin, one of the all time best quarterbacks in the history of Tennessee high school football for NBA. This is the first time that he's gotten to coach against his rival high school. Uh, as a head coach, it's the first ever meeting between Brentwood Academy and CPA and Ingle Martin and his guys are excited. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it's the first ever meeting is is crazy to me as somebody that didn't grow up around Tennessee high school football. That blew my mind when you initially told me that as a B.A. alum. So I can't wait for this matchup. I, I hope it's kind of years and years of tension boiling over onto the football field. Two teams that got off to a great start with B.A. going down to Alabama, getting a win over a very solid Florence program. And, of course, we already mentioned what CPA did at Independence last week. So uh, it's going to be fun. Always enjoy chatting with Coach Martin. Getting you ready for week two on the 104.5 The Zone High School Football Game of the Week. Brentwood Academy visiting CPA. And we're pleased to be joined by CPA head coach Ingle Martin. Kind of him to, uh, to give us a couple of minutes here. Coach? Uh, great week one for your team against Independence. A nice win to start off the season. Um, uh, what's the biggest takeaway you take uh, from week one and, and your win? Well, I think the biggest thing is we got to got to play a full game. You know, Independence uh, is led by, you know, one of the best coaches in the state, Scott Blade. And uh, he always has his team ready and he always has a, has a good plan uh, ready for us. And so um, getting to play a full game against them, um, you know, they obviously, uh, you know, missed a few little things here, there break wise. And, and, uh, we got a few breaks and, and that really ended up being kind of the difference in the, uh, in the game. And so, um, I think biggest thing is we, we made it out and, uh, and we are certainly excited about, um, about just, uh, what this next game looks like against Brentwood Academy and, and a great tradition rich program that they have. What's the biggest positive uh, that you take away from week one, coach? And, and maybe what's the biggest thing that you feel like needs to be fixed or, or adjusted in practice this week as you head into week two? Well, I think every, every week for high school kids, it's important that you, um, 
you keep doing uh, the, the things that you believe in and um, you don't get away from that. And you don't get to where you're trying to uh, to win that specific game and get really far outside of who you are. And so, um, you know, for us, we've got to we've got to tackle better. Um, you know, we've got to communicate better up front. Quarterbacks got to read it a little bit better. You know, running backs got to see it a little bit better. I mean, everybody's got to do a little bit better than they did last week. And and for us, we look at it as we got 10 weeks um, to get our kids as good as they can be and and excited uh, about, you know, what that next step looks like uh, this week against Brentwood Academy. Coach, as you gear up for this matchup for week two, uh, just tell us why was it important for you to get a matchup in week one against, like you said, one of the best coaches in the state in Scott Blade, a program like Independence, a state championship caliber program. Why was it important for you to cross over to the public sphere and play a program like that right out the gate? Well, I think uh, I think Coach Blade and, and his staff and his kids, I think there's a mutual respect there between our two schools. Um, you know, there's a uh, there, there's been a honestly a really healthy uh, kind of history between us here in the last uh, six or seven years. Um you know, they get us, we get them the next year. They get us, we get them. And so it's been fun. They've got a great crowd. I mean, I don't know that there was a seat left in their stadium, um, which was really fun to be a part of that atmosphere. And, um, you know, the the biggest thing is you know what what you're going to get. Coach Blade, I don't know that he's ever had a team that wasn't ready to play, and and he's going to do his thing, and, and he's going to get his guys in space. And, you know, right off the bat, you know, they had a – I don't know how far that touchdown was that they had against us. So, um yeah, I think I think for our kids, they love playing against uh, those schools where football is important and it's certainly important at Independence to their community. I want to ask you about your quarterback, Kay Law, just his discipline in having to sit out so much of the preseason due to an injury. Obviously, the Vanderbilt baseball commit uh, to be on a pitch count on Friday. Does it take a certain type of player to handle that better than others might when he really just wants to stay in the game? But you got to make him understand he's got to come out for the betterment of the season in your region slate. Does it take a particular player to be able to digest that process? Well, I, th- I think Cade's matured a lot. You know, um, when you have a kid that's going to be a three-year starter uh, coming into a, t- into a season, uh, he understands, you know, kind of what it takes to, to get ready. And he also appreciates uh, the amount of reps that he needs to get. And so, um, you know, that wasn't a hard conversation. Um, he obviously is a competitor. So when we got in the heat of the moment of, of Friday night, you know, he didn't want to come out. But we had talked about the plan. Uh, and and to, to his credit, man, he was he was right there into every snap that we took offensively, into every snap we took defensively, um, and, and really did a great job leading both on the field and and when he was on the sidelines. And, and that's what we've got to have. We've got to have guys, no matter how big a role they, they have on our team, we got to have them stepping in to, to whatever, you know, God's got for them to, to contribute to. And so uh, last week for Cade, uh, you know, his, his snaps were what they were, but, but the rest of it was, was leading and encouraging and, and helping out Thomas Vaccaro, the guy that got to play most of the game. And so um, Cade did a great job and, and we're certainly pleased with just how he's been progressing physically and looking forward to a big week this week. Talking with head coach Ingle Martin at CPA here on 104.5 The Zone. Coach, you guys have had a lot of special groups, uh, special senior classes that have come through your program. What makes this specific group unique? Uh, Having the opportunity uh, to play in three state championship games in all three years they've been high school football players, uh, what is it about this group that makes them a little bit different? 
Well, I think for us, um, you know, at CPA, you know, every, every group that we have, um, you know, starting at the first year they played football in, in 93 or 94, man, there's just something special here um, where these guys really love playing with each other. You know, a lot of them, you know, played fifth and sixth grade, seventh and eighth grade with each other. They've grown up with each other. And uh, there's just a bond here that these kids love being out there um, with the guy that they know. And so um, this year's class is, is no different. I think the the unique part to them is I think six of them started as sophomores uh, in the 2019 championship game. And so um, they played a lot of football. Um, they've been a part of some really cool games and, um, they've had their their share of adversity and and they've kept coming back to to work. Um, you know, Brian Epps, our our strength and conditioning coach, um, you know, just couldn't stop talking about the way that they were working this summer. And really, this class has done that for for the last four years. Um, and so we're really, really proud of them and excited um to see kind of who God's growing them up into as as leaders and as men. And there's obviously a lot of work that needs to be done. Um you know, just from a continued growth standpoint, but we really, really love these guys and, and, and are really appreciative that we get the chance to coach them. Coach, when you look at uh, Brentwood Academy this season, I know they've had so many players over the past, uh, the NFL pedigree, the college football pedigree speaks for itself. Uh, but when you look at this team, maybe it's a little bit different uh, from what Brentwood Academy's had in the past and maybe a little bit more balanced, not just that one guy, right. That has the, uh, the SEC and the the crazy Power Five offer list. What sticks out to you the most about this specific Brentwood Academy team? Well, you know this uh, this is really the first time we've uh, prepared for them. Last year, I think last year might have been the first time we got to watch them on film since I've been here. Um, and so, you know, you just noticed how how effective they are and what they do. Um, I think Coach White. Uh, I've got a great deal of respect for him before this week, but I, I've, I've definitely grown in that respect here over the last 48 hours, just the way that their kids play. Uh, every kid plays hard. Every kid is, is where he's supposed to be. They line up correctly um, and they, they play the, the game the right way. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of mutual um, friends and families between our two schools. Uh, Scott Wells, one of their coaches, is a, is a good friend of our families, and um, I've got a ton of respect for him. And, you know, his son's a senior on the team. So we're uh, we're excited about hosting them. I think, you know, uh, back in the early 2000s, Brentwood Academy and CPA would scrimmage some, and that was a big deal just because uh, our headmaster who, who founded our school worked at Brentwood Academy. And so, um, you know, it's uh, it's definitely been something that that I think a lot of people have been looking forward to, and and here we are getting to play them, and and really excited about it for for our community and for theirs. Coach, we've talked about Cade Law. Uh, we know how important Reed Williford is to this offense, and, and you mentioned Vaccaro, who played well in place of Law against Independence. I want to give you a chance to talk about some of your kids on the defensive side of the ball. We all know about Langston Patterson and his family, what it's meant to CPA. Colin Stewart returns, le- led your team in sacks last season. Who, who are some of the other guys that are going to play a really key role in that side of the ball as you pursue another state title? Well, uh, you know, I think it would start with those guys that have been kind of the front line for us. Uh, the other two defensive linemen that have played a ton, George Collier and Bo Chance. Um, those guys, uh, they know one speed and, and they don't ever slow down. They, they've been practicing and playing like that since uh, probably they were freshmen. We just didn't notice them <laughs> as much. But gosh, it, you know, we just gave the talk to the rest of the team that 
they ended up starting as sophomores on defense because of their effort on scout team those first four or five games their sophomore year. And so um, they really have done a, an incredible job, Colin, George, and Bo. And then, uh, you know, for, for us in the secondary, having uh, Anderson Kale and, and Ryan Gregory, two seniors, step into these safety roles um, and, and really just give us everything they've got. Both of those kids are, are awesome. Uh, they do, they do everything that you want them to do. They encourage each other. Um, they're really team players. Uh, and then it's, it's fun to get to watch a couple other guys, Scott Shipman and, and Preston Slover, who are another two, two guys that have, uh, been on the field at different times during their career. Preston, you know, has, has really done a selfless thing this year. He's, he's taken on playing offensive line for the first time. And, uh, I think he had a really good preseason and a good, good week last week. So, uh, it's just it's just been fun to watch all those guys step up. Um, and then we've got some underclassmen. Bo Burklow, uh is getting his shot at inside backer. And and he's a kid that's got Division One talent and, and playing tight end for us on offense. So he's been doing really well. And then, um, you know, we've got a, a, a group of guys, um, Carter Kane and, and Drew Webster, who's, who's a senior. Carter's a junior um, playing corner. And they're doing really well. And, and, you know, there's a list of other kids that, that we could talk about, but those are kind of the ones that, that have been starting and, and have done great in practice and excited to watch them uh, this week and the rest of the season. Coach Ingle Martin with us here on 104.5 The Zone. Coach, I'm always so thankful uh, to get to chat with you. So uh, I really admire uh, what you guys have at CPA, and I always am thankful to get the chance uh, to cross paths with you all and uh, call a great game on Friday night. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you guys so much, and, and we really appreciate y'all covering high school football. It means a lot to, to all of our kids and their families. So, Lucas, I'm really excited to to see this matchup. You can hear how excited Inkle Martin is. Um, this is a guy that's got a really proven formula on how to get his team prepared to play for and win a state championship. It's by scheduling games like NBA, uh, like Independence High School, and I'm glad that this is a, a rivalry that's happening for the first time because – there are a lot of people that go to these two schools that know each other. Uh, they're just a couple miles down the road from each other on Old Hickory Boulevard, uh, uh, just south of Nashville. Uh, this is a game I hope continues for the foreseeable future, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing it Friday night. Yeah, I'm looking forward to an intimate environment on Friday night. Yeah. People knowing each other across the stands, on the football field, across the sidelines. There's so much to look forward to about this game besides the actual on-field matchup, which is going to be fun. Cade Law really impressed how disciplined he was throughout the preseason and in that Independence game on a pitch count, knowing that he wanted to be out there playing every snap, coming off an injury, uh, and, and just handled very well by that CPA program, understanding what they have in their quarterback. And Langston Patterson, what more can you say about the kid? Really enjoyed chatting with him at Media Day at Party Foul before the season on 104.5 The Zone. Looking forward to seeing him in action for the first time. I've never gotten to broadcast a game that... Langston Patterson has played in for CPA. So I'm really excited about that as well. Going to be a fun one. Pre-game coverage starts as always at 6 o'clock this Friday night on 104.5 The Zone. Kickoff at 7 and Friday night finals. Takes you all the way home from your high school football game on Friday night right here on 104.5 The Zone until 11 o'clock. So we will talk to you then on 104.5 The Zone this Friday night. Going to be a good one. Hope you'll join us for BA and CPA.